0: What's up to all our sidekick and hedgemen
1: out there, close enough, out there in the Geek Nation, welcome to Gotta
0: Talk! I'm Johnny Destructo, a.k.a. The Thwip Tribble, a.k.a. Jadles. Yo, what's up? Holler, at your boy. This is Len, aka the Bat Tribble,
2: and I'm Brandon, aka Inspector Spacetime Tribble.
1: Yay, Brandon! <laughs> Yay, me! Oh, um, we're here to talk about whatever we want to talk about. But first, before we can we talk get... about whatever we like. Is that a song? You just, you just singing.
0: I co-opted a song. Isaac. Was it? Never mind.
1: Uh, before we do that though, we have letters.
0: Oh, we've got letters.
1: Oh, we've got oh, lots, lots and, and lots and lots, lots and lots of, of letters. letters. Do either of us have it ready to go? Nope. (laughs) Nope. Here we go. I got mine first. So, uh, gutter talk, the jokes on us Mm -hmm. by the Home Dad Abroad. Right. Joker. Okay. I had the same thoughts as JD upon emerging from the film Joker. Do we really need a taxi driver slash king of comedy mixtape? Joaquin Phoenix's performance aside, the film mistook slow pacing for depth and 70s iconography for pathos. Pathos. Well, pardon me. I would say pathos.
0: <laughs> and you would be wrong P- as well. It's
1: potato potato.
0: <laughs> no, it's not.
1: It is. It is not. It's pathos. Potato portati. No, it'd be. Pa- Mm, never mind. However, the, char- the character's descent into non-medicated delusions, which occurs all too abruptly, can be effectively used to hand-wave away any odd choices of the filmmakers, like the laughing disease or how he acquired his gun. His fat clown buddy was genuinely confused when accused as being the produce... Produce? Product, maybe? Of Joker's mind, like his relationship with the neighbor, except by hitting us over the head with the delusion-bursting flashbacks or of the girlfriend they definitively lost that hand wave ability all of that aside the biggest problem with joker was the inclusion of a young bruce wayne in the movie first how old will joker be when bruce dons a cowl and starts punching him in the face elder abuse anyone Hmm. second it steers right into the dumbest and cheapest of modern comic book hero motivations that their arch villain is tied to their origin you made me you made me first Third, by setting the film in a generalized 70s with slight 80s overspill, the Wayne family emerges from a screening of a Zorro film before kicking it in an alley as established in canon. Whereas older Zorro movies inspired the character of Batman, both in the character's real-world creation and in Bruce's in-depth In Universe Quest, Zorro the Gay Blade was a tongue-in-cheek parody starring extreme tanner George Hamilton as the gay identical twin of Zorro who steps in when his brother is injured, dresses in pink and purple frilled versions of the costume with a matching whip, as well as dressing in drag and Pepper's heavy-handed homophobic one-liners throughout the film. It was even in Bad Taste in 1981, and that is saying something. I mean, how does that film inspire Batman? Now, if he was destined to become Robin da da dot, dot, dot. Hmm. anyway, I can't linger. I have to go leave a one star review of my mother's child rearing abilities without justifiable commentary, because that's just what we podcast loyalists do. The Home Dad Abroad, sent by one of his one of my personalities. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, so I didn't, I don't know the gay blade. Uh, oh, you
0: don't know Zorro the gay blade? No. Consider yourself lucky. I was, um, uh, I guess honored would be not quite the term uh-huh. to say that that I did see that film in the theaters when it came out. Um, yeah. I remember at the time, and I would have been 14 at the time, laughing hysterically at Zorro the Gay Blade, but quickly realizing this movie is dumb. Yeah, okay. And it's really dumb, and it's very, very poor taste. Yeah, yeah. It's extremely poor taste, and he does make a good point because I actually thought about that when you see him exiting Zorro the Gay Blade, which would have been the only Zorro film that he might have seen. Yeah, at that that time period, like. It's not really going to inspire, inspire like the Batman that I know.
1: Right. Yeah. It <laughs> would be like if they took the origin of like uh, Bruce Wayne sitting in his in his easy chair in Wayne Manor, and the bat is supposed to come flying through the window, smashes through the window, and he's like, "Ah, oh, yes, I'll become a bat." Uh, and instead, it just like smacks into the window and falls over dead. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't doesn't have the same doesn't uh, land gravitas. exactly. Uh, doesn't doesn't um, create the same.
2: No, it's pathos. I wasn't gonna bring it up, but I actually looked up the pronunciation. It's pathos. So who was right? It's technically we're both. Who was right? It's pathos. Who?
0: who, It's not pathos. It is. And also it would be because I took. First of all, no, it's It's, not. (laughs) Second of all, all, no. no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The end. Did your mom ever used to like if you had something to do and you didn't want to do it or like oh let's say for instance you did oh, I kind of can't even think of one you wanted to do something with your mom mm-hmm. and she was like no and you was like why because I said so
0: oh yeah oh, that's of course all, was the I all the time infuriating all the time and all I could do was just like. One day. Yeah. One day is going to be because I said so. Yeah. And when that day came, uh-huh. oh, I lorded it over my daughter with such fury. <laughs> I enjoyed every moment of it.
1: Righteous fury. Is it a furious anger. Yes.
0: Yeah. Righteousness. Oh, my uh, God.
1: All right. So, pathos. Mm-hmm.
2: But we can just say pathos. <laughs> okay.
0: So, <laughs> Like the rest of the world. I said pathos. No, you did not. You said pathos. Pathos. No, or you, hell said you said pathos. Quiet, Brandon. <laughs> you just don't want to admit that you were wrong, too. I, I honestly just... don't remember which one I said, but I'm pretty sure I said pathos. I'm pretty sure you didn't because you were correcting me. Yeah, and you said pathos. No, I said pathos. He said pathos. Oh,
1: my God. How We're, we're recording a show. you
0: No, because I want Brandon to finally admit recordedly that he's wrong. He never does. He likes to like just, That's you know. That's not true. Dude, I always admit
2: I'm wrong. I never believe it, but I always admit it. <laughs>
1: See, I see what he's doing here. He's I am still arguing with you about... Yeah. Um, yeah, you said pathos because I said pathos. And right. you corrected me, and then you agreed with me that it was pathos. Oh,
2: my bad then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the smile. Oh, it's infuriating. I do that on Reddit all the time. I'll be like, oh, yeah, my bad. You guys are right. I'm sorry. And I make people feel bad for getting mad at me about stuff.
1: Um, I don't <laughs> feel bad. Uh, oh, so, yeah, I'm just glad that somebody else didn't like Joker. I feel like all over the internet, everyone's like, "Oh my god, it should win all the awards and little, little, little." And it was just not
2: great. It's yeah, possible it you guys just have bad taste. Remember Aquaman? That was terrible.
0: Aquaman I was don't terrible. know. Made a billion dollars. That's true. I, I think, think you guys <laughs> just have bad taste. No, 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 no. So did the Transformers movies, and they were bad.
1: Everyone knows those are bad. Uh, actually, before you get onto your email,
0: Leonard, we I, actually have an actual letter.
1: I have. Yeah, it's a legit. You can. It's paper. It's handwritten to the show. Um, Because
0: that's the way they do email in Australia. Just joking.
1: I received a padded bag, extra strength, uh, from Australia, and uh, there's a handwritten letter in here. Uh, And now the I should let you know, Carl, Carl's, that uh, the bag you sent was open.
0: When you received it, yes.
1: Only one book in there, but at least your letter made it. So hopefully there weren't any like dollar bills in there. but I want to read this letter. I can't, I can't make your Patreon work, so here's a <laughs> here's couple of dollars. <laughs> Look upon the Australian comic scene and despair. I have sent you a few issues of The Phantom. This shit mm. is huge here. Australia has only one publisher, and that is Frew, F R E W, I think. They only publish The Phantom. I have also enclosed a self-published book just to show you what the playing field looks like. This is why people like Tom Taylor work for the big two. Your Tasmanian correspondent, Carl Carls. So this was amazing. And um, uh, the book that actually made it in uh, to the delivery was Brown Fury, created by Bobby Baxter. And I didn't quite understand what i was looking at at first
0: oh i knew immediately when but as I soon
1: as the- yeah as soon as len picks it up he goes this is poop no no you said is this poop <laughs> and i i thought you were saying like is this a bad comic book is this like just right. like a shitty right. comic but turns out you 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 nailed it it's it,
0: actually poop it actually is a brown fury a shitty comic um about extraterrestrial excrement yeah called grogan's um, who are, like, man, a spaceship. Uh, the, we didn't really read it, but looking at the book, it's a gorgeous comic it's book. It's so good. It is so good. It is literally an animated series come to life on the printed page. Yeah. It really does look very, very cool. Um, This could easily work as an Adult Swim animated series. I... I want to give it a shot.
1: Yeah, it just came. It just came in, so I haven't had a chance to read it. But yeah, the art is so good. It's really like this. The, you know, I've seen art like this um, for things like Steven Universe and mm-hmm. um, Invader Zim. Like this is professional. It's cartoon, professional work. It's very very. And, well it's, done. and
0: it's a professional book. Now, mind you, this book is uh, dated from twenty yeah twenty sixteen. So it's got some some a couple of years on it. And so hopefully Bobby Baxter has been able to uh, keep up with this comic book because I think going on looks alone um, I think he's got something there. And by looks I mean the art is professionally done plus it looks very energetic. It looks very engaging. It makes you want to read. It looks like a very fleshed out. The colors are great. The the colors are great. The world building looks pretty fleshed out. It, It like all right, we're on a ship. People are getting hit the, the yes, there is poop splattering all over the place. Oh my god, there is a piece of poop with a thong. Oh my goodness. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, I mean, this is this karate poop. This it, it's it's um I don't know if the if the
1: subject matter really speaks to me uh, right, as right. A, as a book about different kinds of poop, but I, the cartooning is so good. I can't dismiss it out of hand. I have to I have to go check it out. Yeah, so we're, gonna we're, gonna, we're actually going to read this, and we'll talk about it next next time. Um, maybe, oh, maybe we could do it on spoiler alert. Yeah, that would be cool as one of our uh, uh, reviews.
0: Anyway. And uh, very coincidentally, uh, they talking about how the Phantom is really huge out there this weekend on Sunday. I actually spent time at Comic Cons for Kids, um, which was the first one ever here in uh, Philadelphia, where I sat and did an interview with. Keith Williams, who for 10 years was the illustrator of the Phantom comic strip.
1: Oh, word. Like the comic strip in the newspaper?
0: Yep. Right on. Yeah, so it was really, really cool. He actually talks about how he got the job and he had to go and talk to the creator of the Phantom, Lee Falk, Mm -hmm. who, believe it or not, because he's from the early days of comic strips when, you know, you made mad money he had to go visit him lee falk had an apartment in the heart of central park new york wow up on like like i think he said like about the 8th floor of this apartment complex where the elevator opened up
1: into In his into his apartment, that's like
0: that's badass. Yeah, that's 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 like that's real money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, he's like, yeah, he boss like that.
1: He's yeah, like, I, I bet he bought the place outright years and years probably ago. Yeah. You know
0: I mean? So uh, it's cool. it's a cool uh cool interview. You can look for that on the Black Tribbles feed um on Friday. It'll go up on Friday.
1: So thank you so much, Carl. Carl's that's awesome. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks to all the patrons and everybody who ever sends us packages and stuff. We love it.
0: We do. Let we us, have another email. That you're out there just like this letter. na 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 Batwoman. Bat Messieurs Len, JD, and Brandon. I hope everything's going well in your corner of swell. the multiverse, or should I say swell. I wanted to share my thoughts on the first episode of the new CW show, Batwoman. I am admittedly quite biased when it comes to this character. After I first encountered her in the Countdown limited series, she became the cool queer superhero I didn't know I needed in my life. I so enjoyed her post-New 52 solo series that I've resisted picking up her post-rebirth title for fear of what DC may have done to her origin story. It was in this frame of mind that I sat down with some cheese, crackers, and apple and the CW app to check out what the Arrowverse did to one of my favorite characters.
1: That sounds delicious.
0: Actually, doesn't. doesn't sound bad. The food went almost untouched. This story flew. If there was any CW-style melodramatic angst, it was replaced so quickly by action that I didn't have time to roll my eyes. The story was like the overture to a symphony or a musical. I felt as if I was getting a sample of every theme that will play out as the season progresses. Just about every side character, and I assume these are the post-rebirth versions, were sketched out with such economy that I felt I knew what each one was about after only a few lines. One notable exception was Luke Fox, A.K.A. Batwing, perhaps? Mm. But then he has a pretty complicated story. I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks to just being Batwoman's tech support guy for a few seasons. Another one was Yurtman. How did Kate even know where to hire this guy? Maybe we'll learn in future episodes. Most importantly, I dug Ruby Rose's interpretation of the character, and I want more. More action, more bat tech, more characters of every color and orientation. So what did you guys think of it? All the best, Rudolph of Ten Thousand Worlds. Well, I'll tell you
1: what I thought. I didn't
0: see it. Yeah, you're slacking. I'm so slacking.
1: I didn't even know that there was a second episode out already. I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch the first episode before we do this show, mm-hmm. and then Brandon was like, well, I mean, there's, there's also another one. So mm-hmm. I'm so far behind, but I really, really want to watch it. I like, I, I think I try out all of the CW shows for at least. Six episodes okay. before I make up my mind. Okay, um, fair. That's fair. Yeah, uh, and I think I like the majority of them. I stuck with the majority of them until they just beat me down so much that I couldn't like Arrow. Where I, was mm-hmm. like, I just can't do it anymore. I can't care. Um, Flash. I guess I'm struggling a little bit, even though I do kind of like it. It's sort of losing me. This, and I'm back on season three. I think was that the, was that season three, Brandon? Uh, last week. Yeah, I think so. With uh, Savitar. Savitar. Someone spoiled who Savitar is for me, so now I don't even know if I care. Ugh.
0: Oh, sorry. Spoilers for, like, four years now? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, what did you guys think of Batwoman?
0: Well, I don't want to give away my full thoughts because I just posted my greetings from the Batbase, my new Patreon-exclusive podcast, to the Black Troubles Patreon page, where I reviewed episodes one and two um, of Batwoman. So I don't want to give away my full thoughts, but what I will say in regards to uh, Rodolfo's comments about Ruby Rose and her performance on the the show. Mm -hmm. I've only seen Ruby Rose in two things, John Wick, and then she was in Megalodon. Mm -hmm. And I saw her, she was on Orange is the New Black.
1: Yeah, that's where I know her from.
0: And on all three places, she wasn't asked to do a whole lot as far as acting-wise, right? So, you know, she fit the bill. I mean, she definitely has a unique look about her. So I didn't really see her do anything. She's perfectly cast as Batwoman because Batwoman, as has been played in the comics, has been pretty much kind of like, you know, in in her costume, plays it pretty one note. You know, doesn't give a a lot of her emotions away. However, she is a very complicated character. The, The character herself, Kate Kane, and that shows outside of the costume in the comic books. In this series, Ruby Rose plays that face the entire time, whether or not she's in costume or out of costume. And I don't know whether or not that's her just trying to find the character or is that just the limit of her acting ability. So... I don't want to, I don't want to say which it is. I want to give her a little bit more time to see how, you know, let the characters start becoming a part of her, a second skin to her, and then see how it plays out. But that's my that's my read on her her performance. There are other people on the show, other actors and characters who I feel stand out a whole lot more. Um, And I'll let you go to our Patreon page to find out exactly what I thought about that.
2: Nice. Uh, I think I have a lot of similar thoughts. I really liked it. I especially liked um, episode two. When I watched episode one, I remember I was was eating dinner. I wasn't paying as close attention. So for episode two, I tried to pay more attention to everything. And I think I definitely liked it. Um, I especially like her adopted sister, who you meet early on, so that's not a spoiler or anything. And I like the villain of this season, Alice. She seems really cool. She kind of reminds me a little bit of the Joker, which I like, so yeah, I think i'm I'm excited for where it
0: goes. I will say that um I will say this the look of Alice, which is pretty much taken straight from the comic book, is pretty dead on mm. yeah so i I enjoyed it well
2: and also Brandon, you had brought something else up earlier about that actress mm-hmm. uh, she was also uh in Birds of Prey, the two thousand two. I think it was a WB show at yes, the time. WB. And um she played Dinah I think it was Dinah Lance and
0: A very young Dinah Lance. Yeah.
2: She well because yeah, in this she's she's not really black canary in that she doesn't she doesn't have sonic powers or anything. She has mm-hmm. like mind reading powers or something. It was weird. Uh and I did not like her in that. So I was very surprised how how much I enjoyed her in this show. I think maybe it's partly just the well, writing. That says Rachel Scarston. Rachel Scarston, yeah. yeah. I think it was partly just the writing, but also I think just, you know, over time she's become a better actress. So it's really nice seeing where she's gone. gone. And I hope, I don't know, it probably won't make sense, but I hope she's in crisis just so we can have two Birds of Prey actresses.
0: Maybe she will be. It'd be, it'd be weird, but
2: why would it be weird? <laughs> There's no reason to have a random villain from Batwoman when you're fighting the Anti-Monitor. But okay, I
0: mean, she might just pop up as like you know. But
2: I need her to meet a cameo. I need her to meet the other. I need her to meet Helena Kyle. Like I'm saying, they may just make that happen. Yeah, I feel like it would be weird writing if they did. As much as I want it, I
0: don't necessarily. It's the Crisis think it works. on Infinite Earths. How? I mean, it's already weird. It's multiverse. Yeah. I, my, all I don't are understand
1: all. how they're going to fit all of these. How how long is this crisis about going? About five for? episodes. Five episodes. Everybody and their mother. Do you remember the original crisis? Yeah, that was a comic book.
2: Right, but it didn't involve like of all the people in it. of them didn't do anything.
1: Right. So they just have people like walking by in the
0: background? Yeah, you just have them pop in. It doesn't mean that they...
2: Also, I was talking about this earlier. I think they're just going to be cannon fodder because it's a way to have deaths True. without establishing... You don't have to establish anything because people know them from other shows. Like, you kill Smallville, people are going to be so sad they don't have to do anything on this show to do sh- sh- I like that his name anything. is Smallville. Yeah, you just yeah, killed yeah. Smallville. You just kill Smallville. Well, that's what Lois calls him.
1: Yeah, the dar- Die Hard. <laughs> like in was is, is that in the Family Guy where he just calls uh, oh. the main character of Die Hard Die Hard? Right. Um. So thank you so much for the email.
0: We really appreciate it. Uh, that was Rodolfo.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. I'm super excited to watch Batwoman. As soon as you guys leave today, I'll probably just put it on in the store so I could watch it.
0: You're not gonna um, watch Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Listen. Brandon, have you seen Nightmare before Christmas?
0: No, but I
2: played it in Kingdom Hearts a lot. God damn you. you never seen the movie? I wanted to, I just never got around to it. It's so we've good. talked about the things that I have not seen. It's a long list. It's a long list, so it's hard to keep up.
1: But because he's always rewatching things he's already seen.
0: I yeah, know. Beginning to end. And forcing himself to watch seasons of things that he Well Smallville's great. This now, is my first time watching that. Yeah, but, but why are you watching Smallville? For the crossovers. why
2: I watch Birds <laughs> of Prey.
1: Wait, the reason you're watching Smallville yes. is only because it's
2: going to be in the crisis? Well, I mean, I was going to watch it someday anyway, uh, so this was an excuse. Uh, all right. No, all right, but that's I wanna
0: lit a fire under you. I want to someday watch all of the reason birds, why he watched yeah. Birds of Prey. Yeah. yeah. It's because the actress is going to be on crisis. Well, it's mainly that I wanted to someday
2: be able to say I've watched like all the superhero stuff. like Because... Pretty much everything from 2013 on, I've watched like all You're the all of
0: the superhero stuff. Do you mean all of the superhero stuff since you've been born, or all of the superhero stuff ever?
2: Uh, maybe both, if I can. Hmm. Because, because I mean, pretty much since 2013, like I've watched Arrowverse, I've watched Legion, mm-hmm. Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. Cloak and Dagger, mm-hmm. uh, Runaways. Mm-hmm. Wow. I've, I mean, I've pretty mm-hmm. much caught up with pretty okay, much everything. So, the,
0: so then, to that point, then on the DC Universe mm-hmm. app. Yeah. And you are going to watch all of the seasons of The Adventures of uh, Lo- uh, sure. Lois and Clark. Yeah, sure, someday.
1: Oh, no, I tried that.
0: <laughs> I used
1: to love that. And uh, I went, I was like, ooh, it's on the DC app. I want to watch the first episode. I got about halfway through and I was like,
2: oh no. So you're going to watch that? Maybe someday, yeah. Maybe someday. I mean, I want to do all it these things. Depends on if
1: they show up in Crisis.
2: Yeah, if they, I mean, like, if I don't I have thought a I But they reason. said
0: that Dean Kane was going to be in Crisis.
2: No. They have not said that, and it's unlikely given his well, recent.
0: Well, isn't Dean Kane Supergirl's dad? Mm-hmm. Yes. In
2: Supergirl. But it's unlikely he'll show up given his recent.
0: But don't comments. you understand that he's, he's Supergirl's dad? Don't you want to stand? Don't you want to realize the irony? See why I get it's the ironic irony that he. So don't you want to watch Lois? And yeah, Carter? someday. So why don't you watch it now? Have you Cause cause watched, I watched it? it? You, you can Marvel. fully enjoy Supergirl. He's not he's in not Supergirl really... anymore.
1: Have you watched the original Supergirl movie?
0: No. Oh. did you watch the original flash tv series no. oh
1: why not i haven't it seems bad <laughs> well he's not wrong it's true it's pretty
2: bad but i loved it not even I, not even bad it just did. seems like not my style of show like but i don't that's, really but that's like not older what you stu- said
0: you said you're gonna watch all the. i didn't say things. i'm never
2: gonna watch it i just said i haven't seen it well, yet you need to watch
0: it yeah i would have watched that before birds of prey
2: mm. nah I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Honestly, now I'm thinking about it, I probably should because he probably will be in Crisis. So. He is in Crisis. He's I'll been be in good. The
0: Flash. Well, no, that was John Jay Wesley Garrick. Ship.
2: That was Jay Garrick. I mean, specifically, 90s Flash is going to
0: be in Crisis. No, I thought they they did an episode where. Yeah, he that... was in Elseworld. I'm not entirely yeah, that's sure where it this was. Is
1: interesting listening for the. the that's a good point. When keeps,
2: right keep it going. We can We're move on. I'm, this is kind of called an Audible. But can we talk about um, companies interfering with comics? Yeah, Because I'm kind of nervous about it. Okay. Because we, I don't know. What specifically are you talking about? There's two things with both the big two. So with DC, I don't know if you guys have heard that they've announced they're doing a 5G thing coming up. It's going to be like a, it's going to be a line wide change where they've said that there's like. What's 5G? It's going to be that there's been four generations up to this point and this is going to be the fifth generation and they're going to like replace, like Batman's going to apparently maybe die. This is mostly rumors by the way. So I'm not spoiling it. Batman may die and Luke Fox might take over. John might come back from the future and might take over Superman. So a lot of like the younger generation might be taking over. And to me, it's just like, I wonder how much influence if any AT&T had on it just with their like new 5G line. I wonder if they maybe had any say oh. in anything. So that was one thing I was thinking. And then on the other hand, with Marvel, it just got recently announced that Kevin Feige is their CCO now, crea- Chief Creative Officer, which means his he will he's not directly in charge of the comics, but he's in charge of the guy who's in charge of the comics. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering how much the MCU will inf- uh, impact the comics now, yeah. if it'll be more so than usual. So it's just been something I've been worrying about lately. Is like, mm. are the because like. We all have problems with maybe Dan DeDio or G- Joe Casada having certain imp- influences, uh-huh. but then we say come from comics, right like I'm kind of nervous about non-comic people having so much influence on yeah, comics. Yeah. I did not
0: hear about this 5G did you hear about this Len? I didn't hear about it, but he did definitely make sure to say that it, it is a rumor yeah. and this does no, sound- 5G is confirmed, but we don't
2: necessarily know what it is. Like we don't know the we know that it will be like new heroes, but we don't necessarily know like Batman will die. We don't know that for sure. Right. So wait Something a minute. Like so
0: what exactly is confirmed?
2: It's confirmed that they're saying that there's been four generations of like DC, DC is saying this. Yeah, of the DC universe, and this will be the fifth generation.
1: Huh? I haven't heard anything about this.
0: Yeah, this is the first I'm hearing about that. Um, it doesn't surprise if, if this is true it doesn't surprise me because unfortunately this is the has been the landscape of the comic book world for what now probably closer to 10 years or going on 10 years um starting with the whole new 52 thing that they will just come in and sweep everything clean and basically do a reset kind of i don't think that's what this is going to be this seems like it's even worse in that it's
2: just going to be like a temporary thing well they're like, all temporary well new 52 two not temporary
0: is it still a thing
2: yeah new 52 has not been undone like there
1: was a the thing called rebirth mm-hmm. but rebirth was not a redo or a um a restart of new 52 so anything that started from new 52 to now is all the same continuity oh whatever go ahead no that was
0: it I still think this I still look at a lot of these these things as big old resets. This is pretty much what they do. The Kevin Feige thing, that actually doesn't bother me so mm-hmm. much because if there is now I mean there there already has been some kind of like loose symmetry between the Marvel movie studio right. and Marvel Comics already. You know, so if there is now just a, a figurehead who's making sure that that symmetry is is um, flows a little bit more smoothly, then I'm fine with it. And if not Kevin Feige, I'd rather him than anyone else. Someone who seems to be skilled at taking the stories that you love so much and translating them into the movie world. And the guy. He's batting a thousand. I'm cool with him.
1: Yeah, right. I am I also saw that he's going to be in charge of I think the like the animation as well, right? Yeah, yeah that that charge that of everything's going everything. to be
0: awesome sen- like Yeah, symmetry, everything which created. Is great.
1: I think that's a good idea. Um although, you know, I guess it can be a little bit too much on one person. I think we saw that with Jeff Johns. I don't think that worked out as as well as everyone thought it was going to. Um but with um the animation stuff, I, I don't pay much attention to any of it. Mhm. So, I think it was it was it man of action they were behind yeah. like the 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 um,
0: the ultimate spider-man thing
1: yeah ultimate spider-man stuff like that um, so I'm excited for maybe more interesting animated products
2: I'm not yeah I'm not against him being the CCO and that seems great it's just specifically I don't want because like when said the comics are already somewhat influenced by the movies yeah. so I'm just worried that with the movie guy being in charge of all creative I don't want any more influence than we've already gotten
1: yeah Mm. You know, I've heard people complain about the influence of the films on the comics, but then I looked to like, what, two years ago and there were Thor Ragnarok was coming out and there was Jane Foster Thor. Um, we had, um, God, what else was it? Uh, there was like a bunch of superhero stuff that was going on in the movies that was completely like if you look at the Guardians team it's a different team
0: I mean, Is it? Cat- Captain America was Hydra for a minute.
1: Yeah, Captain America was Hydra. Thank you. Yeah. So anybody I thought it was weird that anybody who was interested in the film versions of these characters were coming into comic book shops and getting a very different version of that character
0: in the books. Yeah, the, the biggest change I saw was that their the comic books looked started to kind of mimic the movie looks a little bit more. Well, yeah. But I mean, uh, other than that, yeah. The stories were still. I would say the really...
2: Guardians though. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy are very different now than they were during the Abnett and Wanning run. Mm-hmm. They're way more um what's the word? Not humor. They're way more comedic. Yeah. Oh sure. So Okay, yeah. so that tone.
0: Yeah. But I mean okay, so it's is that maybe influenced by the movie? Probably so. But to be fair it, it was a winning combination in the movies, and the Abnet and Lanning, as big as it was, it would as far as it, it could go. It
1: just makes sense to me. I, I'm not bothered. Like, if people, the millions of people have and gone millions. To, uh, to go see these movies, and we want them to come into comic shops because it's a stagnated business, mm-hmm. um... If they come in because they liked Stark, they liked Peter Quill and the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they come into a comic shop and they get the newest, uh, the newest issue of Guardians, and it's different
2: characters and a different tone. Which it? What's the point? It wasn't really a different tone than when the movies were coming out, though. Like now, I'm not.
1: I'm I'm picking Guardians as a as a for instance. Okay. It
2: It could be literally any of the Marvel
1: movies to comic. Um, mm-hmm. transitions you want people to come into comic shops to buy the issues because they're excited that Black Widow has a movie so if they come in and it's the blonde Black Widow remember her Black mm-hmm. Widow 2 and it's and it's different then why what's the point they're not going to stick around I,
2: I would not going to recognize it. I would just rather than make like they already make comics that aren't necessarily in continuity mm-hmm. that are more like those movies and TV shows yeah I would just rather like people could read those but
1: those are not good
0: Generally, they're not. They're generally, usually, like, second-tier creators were. But yeah, then the that's,
1: movie adaptations are terrible, except for Batman, nineteen eighty-nine, Jerry Ordway, <laughs> that was great, and um, anything that's revolved like the Flash season zero.
2: I'm not talking book. about those. I'm talking about like. I can't I can't see any on the shelf right now. But like the the Spider-Verse comic that just came out recently. Has
1: nothing to do with Spider-Verse
2: the movie. Exactly, but it's Spider-Verse like it's not necessarily in continuity with the comics. It's a Spider-Verse story for people to pick up Mm -hmm. that has like a bunch of different like Spider Universe stuff.
1: And I'm not saying that every book has to be tied into the movies, Mm -hmm. but I think there should be some representation on the shelf of the things that people like from the movies.
0: And I think right th- that representation has been in kind of like tweaking their appearance yeah. a bit without um having the the studios having some huge editorial oversight i think yeah. that's been the way things have been for the past few years. I think Kevin Feige is just going to make sure that that stays a little bit smooth. I think he knows that it's a winning combination. With, yeah. You know, and they broke, don't fix it. I and also, we'll...
1: I mean, this is all assumptions on our part. Right. Maybe he's we'll not see gonna where it goes. Changes yeah. in, in with, with regard to that. Um, maybe he's aware that you know the comics are, the the stories of the comics are where the movies come from. Yeah. So if you don't have interesting comics, you run
2: out of interesting movies. Yeah. But that's what worries me is that like, the stories nowadays not aren't necessarily where the movies come from like mm-hmm. it's like um thor
0: ragnarok that wasn't like from any comics okay well not all of them but a lot of even 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 if you like even with joker joker is not pulled from the comics right yet there are definitely scenes definitely in there that are pulled straight from the comics that have been in, influenced by comics
2: right but i just mean like If they don't have to, if they're not doing storylines from the comics, then there's no need to do interesting comic storylines. What? What I mean is like, like if you're not going to, like Thor Ragnarok is a good example. If you're not going to adapt the Thor Ragnarok comic book storyline, then there's less interest for people to necessarily like
0: go and read the Thor Ragnarok comic.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, but I don't think it's necessarily about the storyline. It's about the characters. Characters Mm -hmm. first. Yeah. So if you like Thor Ragnarok, you want to see more Thor. Go to the comic book store.
2: Right, but I just mean that I want good. I I guess I'm the opposite. I care about more about good stories than necessarily just characters. Yeah. Sure. So you, yeah, if
0: you, but I understand that. But if you saw Thor Ragnarok and you thought that was a good story in the movie, and you want another cool Thor story, go to mm-hmm. the comic book store.
2: I guess. I just I feel, but I don't think think that Thor. You wouldn't get that Thor in the comics, and so I worry that they're that that would be an example of pu- putting that Thor into the comics. That's an example of something that might happen. Well, and that would be see. something I wouldn't like. Yeah, we'll yeah, we yeah, we shall shall see. We move forward, yeah. It hasn't happened so far.
0: That's true. Well, except Guardians. With Guardians, yes. But Guardians was, as big as Guardians was before the movie, it was nowhere near as big as it was once the movie hit. Right. So, like, so the movie kind of like superseded that.
1: I guess I would say Guardians was not big before the movie. Well, I'm just saying, like Nobody you know, people cared about the Guardians but, of the Galaxy, but
0: people do finally remember like, Adnan and yeah. Landings run on it. That's so. the
1: one. Well, I'm just saying because that is no. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Because I never paid much attention to the Guardians. Weren't the original Guardians of the Galaxy like in the year three thousand, and there was like a blue guy? Well, there with were the those, yeah. Yeah. Shield, yeah. That was Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah, right. That was the
0: seventies, eighties. But Guardians. then there and then was. It wasn't
1: until the Abnett Landing stuff where I was like Star Lord and those guys, right? Okay, I just, I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of Guardian pre movie history. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I know that's the one that everyone talks about when it comes to the Guardians is mm-hmm. that Abnett Lanning run with yeah. Annihilation, yes. which is yeah. making a comeback. They're doing another Annihilation tie-in from Marvel coming up soon. Um, but, anyway, uh, God, we're oh.
0: I think we, I just called that out, yeah. We, he he um, threw that audible at us. Yeah. And and we took it a rant with it. Yeah, we did. And I think we did amazing work. We did such a good job, you guys. <laughs> I mean, we were gutter talking all over the place.
1: Uh, it's a good thing we record this <laughs> for everyone else. Uh, anything else? What else we got? Oh, so uh, Brandon showed us on his little lappy top that there is a new clip commercial from an upcoming video game, speaking of Marvel. What's that called?
2: So far, it's just called Marvel's Avengers. Oh jeez. I yeah. thought it had like a another name too. No, I think you're thinking of Ultimate
0: Alliance. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, the one where you're like the four little characters and it's like bird's eye view and you run around.
0: No, I guess so. Don't care about it. Um But this I didn't one didn't care
1: about this one.
0: Until
2: Until now. Tell us about the clip. So it was uh it was the Kamal Khan character spot for people who are following it and for people who don't know who kamala khan is
1: she's miss marvel yes Ms. Marvel. she is
2: miss marvel the the second generation miss marvel she's an inhuman character a young girl living in jersey city who has fan um mr fantastic type powers mm-hmm. she can stretch herself and yeah she's in- she's also she's marvel's definitely most prominent um muslim hero i think mm-hmm. and so yeah, she's been Marvel's big, big push lately. Yeah, and now she's in the the, uh, she's in the game. She's also going to be getting a Disney Plus show someday. And she's a freaking adorable. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's great.
1: So <laughs> that's why I'm excited about this. You know, I was talking before you pressed the space bar, on your lappy. Um, that's what the kids are calling them now, Lappies. Uh, before you press the space bar on it to play this clip, I was like, I don't care about this video game. None of the characters look like the characters. They don't sound like the characters. They don't seem representative of the characters as I know them from Marvel, either in the MCU or in the in the um, comic books. It's very strange looking. Um, but then, as you were playing this, and I was watching some gameplay of Ms. Marvel um, and her yelling imbigin and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> I, I found myself getting more and more interested. And I think... It's because I am 41 years old and I have played all of the comic book video games that have come out since Atari's Spider Man game, where you were like a little red blip and you shot a gray blip and you climbed a building to get up to a green blip who was apparently the Green Goblin. Yeah, it was
0: Minecraft Spidey.
1: Yeah, it was, I loved it. Um, But ever since then, I've been seeking out all of the superhero video games and I have played every superhero and I don't I've played them so many times. I'm halfway through the Spider-Man Sony PS4 game and it's great. I love it. But again, I've played Spider-Man six other times. So the fact that there's new characters that are on the docket finally um, this one speaks to me a little bit more. Like I'm sure Kamala is not the main character of this thing. I'm sure you're going to be playing characters on every level, right? Right. But just I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I'm excited for like new characters to play in these video
2: games. I think you might like Ultimate Alliance then, because that's the the draw of that game is that it's got a bunch of different characters to play yeah. as, including Miss Marvel.
1: I think there's something about that gameplay. I haven't played that specific game yet. But I remember there was one years ago where basically, am I correct, You're, it's um, Bird's Eye View and there are all these little tiny um, versions of the characters running around and there's a little circle around their feet and you can sort of like switch character to character. Is that this mm-hmm, type of Pretty game much. Play? I don't know what it's called. It was Ultimate Alliance. Nope. I don't know what the gameplay, the game type is called. Oh. I'm sure that's a game type mm-hmm. as opposed to a side scroller. Um, it just doesn't speak to me as like it doesn't, f- I don't find it fun. Yeah. But um, I'd be willing to give it a shot. But, yeah, I do know there's a lot of great characters in that.
2: Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, for people who don't know the Avengers, what the game is about, I think I, I'll just give, like, a quick summary from what I got from the story trailer is that there's an Avengers uh, day, and it's, um, like, a celebration of the Avengers, and the Avengers are all there, and then suddenly some, like, bomb goes off. And so some of the Avengers go – it's on the helicarrier. Some of the Avengers go – to the san francisco bridge which is nearby and they're like trying to help civilians and take down the bad guys uh we saw in the trailer that black widow fights taskmaster so that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. and meanwhile captain america stays on the ship to try and like get it under control because the ship is like going down and then someone sets off a bomb of some sort it looks like and the helicarrier implodes and so it seems like cap is dead is he actually dead probably not but that's what it seems like and so that then the game picks up maybe 5 years later, maybe 10 years, who knows. But it takes it picks up after a time jump. The Avengers have disbanded. They're all kind of depressed and stuff. And this is probably going to be about them coming back together, save cap, save the day. Yeah. I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'll try it out for sure. Is was it for all the systems? Is it for yep.
2: like PS4 and Yeah. The, it comes like, out May 15th, 2020.
0: Okay. You don't care about video games, do you? I'm not a video game person yeah yeah. so it's i mean it looked kind of cool like um the last video game i looked at and like just watched i watched the story of injustice and i was i was into it i will say that this one looks like an interesting story uh i like kamala so I, i Very interested in her side of it, and she looks like she's bringing some humor to this very dark-looking video game, so that looks fun. Tony Stark has a mullet, all right. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on there, but I'll check it out. Um, So I would sit and watch the story, Yeah. but I could care less about the playing.
2: Okay, gotcha. That's how I was with Injustice, because I don't care about fighting games, so I haven't played any Injustice game, but I've watched the story for both.
1: Yeah, I, I, I... I did play a little bit of Injustice I'm not much for fighting games either because I feel like once you've played fighting games you've played all the fighting games Mm -hmm. Um, but it was fun one of the Flash's super moves was really
2: really good Introduce it first. So, <laughs> so we pause for a minute and we're back. <laughs> so I, I was just showing the crew pariah and I don't know when has
0: thoughts. The Tom pariah. Welling is, oh, right. is Not playing Tom no, Welling. That's Superman. That's Tom Welling. <laughs> Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Kavanaugh, yeah. It's one of the Toms of of the Arrowverse, Tom Cavanaugh. You might know him as Harrison Wells. You might know him as every other character Flash, besides or the Flash, H.R.
2: He's, or play, he's Harry, play, he's or played Sherlock,
0: he's played <laughs> Vibe, he's played everybody on the show, and now he's going to play Pariah. Tom Cavanaugh. Who does Tom Cavanaugh have tapes on? <laughs> the, honestly, the problem is. What's the problem? A lot he's, of people love it. I mean, he's it. a good guy, but he's not that great. A lot of he's, people he's just not like Robert De Niro. It.
2: They like it. Like the fans like that. They get a new one every week, every, every every year. Season.
0: Jeez, I mean,
1: come on. Honestly, I still don't like HR. I'm still in the HR season, and I hate him. Yeah,
2: I don't like HR either. I
1: love I love Tom Cavanaugh. Mm-hmm. Also, you should check out his uh, podcast, "Mates M- uh, Mike and Tom Eat Snacks." It's wonderful.
2: <laughs> um, I honestly. Usually, I'm not for him playing characters. I, I like the guy they had who played the real reverse Flash, and I don't like I that I they keep that getting Tom Cavanaugh back. But in this case, I don't hate it because I hope that maybe they tie in the fact that there's so many wells. Yeah. Is that maybe it has to do with him being pariah. Because the original pariah would show up right before a universe was destroyed. Yes. And would like have to like watch it. So what if the reason there's so many wells is that they are there to, like, observe universes for the monitor or something. i tell you, out. it just
1: seems to me like they keep dipping into the same old wells.
0: Oh,
1: my god. Jokes.
0: You couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just sitting here like, I saw it on your face the whole talking. time. So I, I, I got
1: it. I'm brewing it. It's coming. <laughs> I hate myself. So, yeah, no, he's great. I mean, he's great, but He's come good. On. I just
2: want him to stick with one.
1: Can now, other actors eat? Nope. When...
2: Does this start?
1: December 10th. December? Yes. yes. Oh, it so off. We keep I keep hearing so much Actually, about it. Actually, maybe
2: December 9th, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess I keep hearing casting, so I guess obviously they're not filming it
0: yet. Jesus. They are filming. Well, they're filming oh, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're oh, filming, filming it. shit. Yeah. All right. Fuck it's it. it. yeah. it's got to get edited and, you know, the $10 special effects got to get thrown in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Brudal. Oof. Yeah. For real. Okay, getting back to the video game comment before we were so rudely interrupted by Tom Cavanaugh.
1: I, By I, the way, he's replacing you next week on the show. <laughs>
0: yes. Sending in in the role of, of Bat Tribble will be Tom Cavanaugh. Um, what was I going to say?
1: <laughs> I <laughs> ruined it.
0: I watch, it's like I said, about- I watch Injustice, right. the video game. Now, I don't play the video game, but I do read the comic book. And I read them Great. in the year compendium. So They're up to year four. I stopped
1: reading them because one of the guys is like one of those comics gate douches.
0: Oh, don't tell me that. Which one? It's not the Tom artist. Taylor. So it's, the artist. it's one of the uh, the artists. Yeah. Well, the, there's so many artists on the book, so I oh, mean, good.
1: Maybe he's gone. Maybe you've gotten past him. Yeah, I think I mean, he started it off the book
0: because nobody does like all the books. It's right. always like a bunch, multiple artists. But my my question though is, having read this comic book, and for the most part, I've enjoyed it. As the years have gone on, it's like, all right, you're just kind of like stretching the the story a little bit. Okay, since it's based on a, on a video game, will the story ever end? It's a prequel to the game. So this is all a prequel to the game. The first issue you read. W- the so first in the year. game,
2: you saw you you saw the game in in it. Can I spoil it? Do you think is it okay to spoil injustice? It's Like almost, it's like seven years old probably.
1: Probably, yeah. You know what? Spoiler alert. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: I mean, I'll just, just spoil the beginning. So Joker, uh, he kills Lois Lane. So well, technically, yeah. He super, gets Superman. He gets to Superman to kill Lois Lane. Lane while she's pregnant with her child. So. That happened in the beginning, yes. and then the game takes place five years after that. Yes. So what we're reading is the f- years in between. That's why each. That's why you're on year four. That's four. So that's one year before the. Well, two years before the game. Year five is one year before the. Year
0: five ends right when the game begins. Okay, so then, so by that logic, then there should only be one more year book because I'm buying yeah. by the years. Which should be the completion of that.
2: Yes. And then there is something called like Round Zero or something, which is the game from like Harley Quinn's perspective.
1: Yeah. I remember reading a bunch of those issues and being blown away. The Tom Taylor Injustice stuff. I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Tom Taylor's awesome. Every issue had like a great big WTF moment. But, yeah, I believe his name is Mike S. Miller is the guy. Who's,
0: yeah, and who's, I don't think he's I don't think he's, he's
2: on the uh, book anymore. Knowing, anymore. I've, I follow Tom Taylor on Twitter, and he does not seem like the type of person who would work with someone like that. Yeah. So I feel like once that came out, he would probably yeah. want that changed. Yeah. yeah,
0: I have to go back and look at year four, but I don't think he's on it anymore. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Okay, so that answers my question. Because I, I was just wondering about that. Like, it, all right, will this story ever end? Yeah. Is this the song that never ends? Which they actually played... At the uh, Comic Con for kids, they had like a nice little fun little karaoke setup. Mm-hmm. Um, this DJ, DJ Awesomeness Prime. Wow, what cool name! And he's Yikes. actually, and he Isn't well, it? I liked it. He, he was getting into it. He was having fun, yeah. and for you the know, kids, this for the kids. And um, they played that song for karaoke. And it played for half an hour. Do kids oh, know no. that? Because I remember when I was a kid, well, was we used karaoke, to sing it all so the time. It's karaoke, so you're singing along with the melody. It, so you you figure yeah. it out. It's yeah. a song that it's never ends. Verse. It's one verse. Yeah, I know. Second verse, same as the first. When I was a kid, we, all, we, would, we would always sing it to annoy each other.
1: 93rd verse. Yes,
0: and they annoyed the comic cons for kids because it was one person singing it. And then the DJ started singing. And he's like, oh, I'm so glad you picked this song. And he started singing it. And then, like, four or five kids started jumping up on the stage and started singing the song. I was That's like, oh. pretty cute, but I hate it. The question is, like, I did I they do they do Old Town, Town Road? Because, you know, kids love that.
2: They did Old
0: Town Road eight times. Yeah. And What's Old Town Road? Old Town Road is a song that kids should not be singing. Oh. <laughs> kids, kids love that song. You uh, Like, genuinely. I don't know if you know that song. um. Take take, take my horse to the the town town road. road, town road, gonna ride until I can't no more. Never heard of it?
2: You we talked about it before. You've heard it. You
0: might just not remember. Yeah, Yeah. Uh,
2: that's that tracks. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I don't remember most things.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's a song the kids should not be singing, especially not allowed on a stage. Yeah,
2: there's a hilarious karaoke to
0: it where the singer
2: Will Nas X he comes out to a kids. Like auditorium, and he sings like the first bit, and then the kids sing the rest of the song. They know that song so well. And no, yes, it's. Oh,
1: it's, it's. Is he the writer of the song?
2: Yes, yeah. he's.
0: A oh, rapper.
1: I see. It's a new song. Fairly new. No. Okay. Um, it was I the song of the summer. Hamilton.
0: Yes, you did. I
1: saw Hamilton last night. Me and Sushan went. Sushan and I yes. went to see Hamilton, and it was wonderful. That's all I got. i was just excited. <laughs> so <laughs> now are you going to see it? I have never been excited to see a play before I've never been like man wow, I, I wish I could go see a play this is a play I want to go see uh, other than like maybe Book of Mormon kind of curious about that yeah I, me I was, too
0: I was curious about the the Spider-Man musical
1: I saw that one
0: you saw I that saw it. I went I mean because that only like played like, like what three months
1: yeah yeah how uh, was it it was awful <laughs> it was so bad yeah, um, did, did
0: anyone die uh,
1: not while we were there okay uh, I wanted to
0: <laughs> you wanted i to. wanted to die uh
1: it was pretty bad and um i remember we paid there was like a this drink special was called the spider-man drink or whatever mm. was, and it was it looked so beautiful it was blue you know it was one of those segmented type type of drinks where right. like some of it's red some of it's bright blue like oh it looks delicious and great and it was it was a bucket of yuck God, uh, so but hamilton uh we had two drinks was it called Prose- prosecco
0: Prosecco. Is prosecco a, a, is a drink. Yeah, it's like yeah. a, it's like a. a I've never had it, of but I've heard. Sort. Of it. Oh, I've never had that. We
1: had we had a bottle of that. What? Champagne. Yeah. Prosecco. Am I saying that right? Prosecco. Thanks, Grace. Prosecco. Sushan had a prosecco. I had a Yingling. Forty dollars. Forty dollars. Forty dollars for those two drinks. Were they like smashing the grapes in the back for yeah, right? the champagne? Yeah, Hamilton was back there making them himself. Lynn <laughs> Manuel Miranda. What's his name? Yes. Yeah. Um. But it was wonderful. It was so good. It was so good. It's so good. Oh yeah, I believe you. Oh, why are you laughing? The music hey. is great. It was I got emotional. I was like at the end I got I was like tearing up and I made the mistake of like touching my eyes with my hands mm. and then my eyes were burning. And I was like, there's only like fucking two minutes of this play left. I just need to see it. And I had so to, then you were this,
0: really tearing up.
1: My eyes were burning so yeah. bad.
0: Because this is the story um, of Alexander Hamilton.
1: Oh it's so is good. It? I never knew that.
0: A lot of people don't.
2: I was kidding. It was a bad joke. Yeah. Should have said, Is it Linda Hamilton? See, that Linda would have Hamilton been a
0: good joke. Would been, that would have been funny. Yeah. That would
1: have been funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, it was, I'm so glad I finally got to see it. I had a being, being what I would like to call a poor person, um, I just sort of. You like that? Uh, well, I don't have money, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I sort of just came to the realization years ago, I was like, well, Hamilton is just a play that I will never see mm. because I can't have no money. It. Right. Uh, maybe they'll make a movie out of it one day, and I'll be able to enjoy it at the Regal Cinema. Uh, so the fact that we it came to Philly and we actually found some not terrible seats for moderately uh, affordable pricing, mm-hmm. I was very excited. We went for Sushan's birthday, and it was just wonderful. Highly recommend it. I mean. Obviously, I don't have to recommend it. Everyone knows yeah, it. It's
0: everybody knows it. I haven't everybody seen it. I knows. know. I know the music. The music is great. It's wonderful. Uh,
1: yeah, like uh, we immediately put on the on Spotify, listening to yeah, it listen in to the, the car on the way home, and it was just so
0: good. So you saw Spider-Man the musical and it was horrible. Yeah. And I believe they at one time back in the late '60s or maybe it was the '70s they tried a Superman musical. It was called uh, Up, Up and Away. It's um, Superman.
1: I heard of that. It was
0: very bad. You saw it? I didn't see it in the theater or on on stage. Yeah, in the, but, in the theater. <laughs> right, but they filmed a performance of it that actually played as like a, a TV movie. Oh, it's it's a bucket of oh, suck. Dang yeah, it. it's horrible. And I believe at one time they were actually trying to man a Batman musical, but I don't think it ever- I remember made. that. And yeah. I was like, oh, don't think that's a bad idea. Yeah. I just don't think it ever made it out of previews and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm surprised with Disney co-opting pretty much- Everything? Everything <laughs> for the stage. I'm surprised that they haven't dug into their Marvel yep. um, uh, treasure, Ouvra. And pulled the story for the stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I guess I guess you could say they tried with Spider-Man, but yeah,
1: I yeah, it was I I, I don't want them to. Please don't,
0: please don't do it. The it, thing is, is that of all of them, Spider-Man and maybe Captain America are the only uh, ones that I could think of that could maybe work. Right, because Captain just, America, it's gonna you,
1: be cheesy no matter what they do.
0: Because Captain America, you can go World War II and then after. Yeah, you know, um, but don't miss Marvel Universe Live well yes it's Marvel Universe Live but that's akin to Iron Fist that's akin to uh, it's like a Disney stage show yeah like Disney Disney World like you know Ice Capades
1: I mean it's pretty cute that's pretty wow that's pretty cool they've
0: been here in Philly a couple of times
1: Um, anyway that's it I was just excited that I saw Hamilton finally and it was wonderful I'm, I was like, you know what? After all this time, I, I, I've always wanted to go see Hamilton. and I finally got tickets. I'm, ha- I'm here. I'm going to my seats. We passed the merch booth, and I'm like, I'm going to get a shirt. I'm going to get a Hamilton oh, shirt. boy. Just because I, I like to get a shirt whenever I go to concerts and stuff. I'm, I'm definitely getting a shirt from Hamilton because mm-hmm. this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then I came back to get a shirt, and I said, oh, you're $40. Thanks anyway. Bye.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that
1: happened. $70 I- sweatshirt. $70 sweatshirt. $40 $50 for a sweatshirt seems reasonable.
0: Right. For a sweatshirt, yeah.
1: 25 30 tops. And at, at 30 for a t-shirt, I'm I'm still going to be like, oh, "Fuck,
0: but it's, you know, it's Hamilton. I'll get it." $40, I couldn't do it. No, I wouldn't couldn't have done do it. it either. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. I did spend cuz I went to see Wicked in oh.
1: I would like to see that.
0: Dude, How w- is that? Wicked is fun. Yeah. Wicked is a lot I forgot of about fun. that. I would see that. That really is a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I took my daughter to see that in Washington, D.C. Um, that was really, really cool. I spent, I probably spent about 30 bucks for, like, shirts. That's
1: fine. For shirts?
0: Us. $30 each? No, yeah, for it was $30. $30 for shirts? Th- no, $30 each. Shirt. Oh. $30 each. Um That was that was that was fun. Wicked, like I don't I'm not a musical guy. Not at all. But my you know, it's my daughter. Usually she wanted to go see Wicked, so we'll go see Wicked. So took her to see Wicked. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And honestly, as much as I say I'm not a musical guy, the musicals that I have seen on stage, outside of fan of the opera, I wound up liking them. Yeah. Um my favorite one. Outside of Wicked, which is decidedly my favorite one, I took my daughter here in Philly to see Musical, the Musical, which is it's just one story. It's like and it's like like a typical um, story about you know father They're... having to save his daughter or something like that. Oh. I can't remember, but they keep doing the story in a different musical genre. Oh! It was so funny. We enjoyed ourselves. We came out of there. Bald over laughing.
1: Now does that have something to do with the,
2: the It sounds like
0: high school musical the musical of the
2: series, but it's not.
0: High <laughs> school,
1: musical, the musical, the series.
0: I hate I hate it. I'm <laughs> so excited, it's gonna be great.
1: Alright, well we pause to deal with customers and we're back now. And There's
0: all these customers keep flooding into the hero oh, complex in Maniunk.
1: Oh customers, come flood my store
0: <laughs> with money, please. Um well, this has been a. If particularly... the customer did come walking in right now uh-huh. to your store, uh-huh. and if you could sell that customer one thing, you said they come in like you know, you know, um, my my wife looks at my comic books and says, you know what, that looked kind of interesting, but it just doesn't look like it sings for me. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I like musicals, I liked Hamilton. So is there a comic book that might, you know, uh, tickle that part of my uh, funny book? Is bone? going
2: somewhere with this? No.
0: <laughs> there's a, you don't think there's a comic book that might... For people who love musicals? Yeah.
1: No. I or, mean, or, maybe, or or love, but I
0: don't know what it is. Or love Hamilton. They love, uh, like, you know, historical fiction.
1: Oh, wow. All right. Historical fiction. I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> um, you know, there's there's Mouse.
2: Uh, <laughs> cool. uh, I don't know if I would suggest. If you're yeah, like would be a happy-go-lucky <laughs> happy musical, hey, I wouldn't hey, suggest Mouse.
1: Hamilton is not happy-go-lucky. That's true. I was, it, it, true. Yeah. I was in tears. I mean,
2: there was that Terminator.
1: Yeah, he just came and got Linda Hamilton. Oh, it's brutal. Um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of, yeah, like Mouse is great. And, <laughs> we,
0: they wait, were, let's go back
2: to his, first, his original question. By
1: George Takai.
2: Yeah. Mm. Let's go back to his original question. If there was one thing in here that you wish people knew that you had that they could get at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, what would it be? I think everyone should, since you seem, you seem blindsided, <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone should come in and check out that Korra Asami statue that's pretty cool.
1: Ah, the Korra and Asami statue is wonderful. And it's the two of them. They're on a field and they're yeah. kind of holding hands and it's so beautiful. I didn't, I was pretty certain it wasn't going to sell. I was thinking... Well, I, might, I know a couple people who might buy it, but um, really, I just like that it's here mm-hmm. and it, it brings sort of a like a zen
2: yeah, a lightness for
1: me. Like when I look at it, I'm just kind of like, oh, that's so sweet. I love it. Um, I also have like a $400 Spider-Man bu- bust based on Alex Ross. Um, it's only $400 because that is the amount that part, it would <laughs> take me to uh, let go of it because it's been with me for over 15 years.
0: Oh, okay. That
1: is my price. If any, it's part of the store. But if someone were to be like, I have to have it, my asking price is like four hundred. dollars mm. It's okay. probably only like two hundred. dollars But because it's <laughs> been a part of my life for so long, it's an emotional price that I've set. Because everyone does have a price, Len.
0: That's very true.
1: Um, <laughs> That's very all right. True. Let's get the GTFO. Um, let's uh, get the get the fuck out um, of here. Uh, just... everyone. This watch is, Arrow. It was great. This is not a good episode. <laughs> we were just
2: meandering. Everyone, watch Arrow. This this year, the CW shows are real great, and we'll watch them. They're great. All right, cool.
1: <sighs> if you if you, you want to pay for this, uh, I almost wish there was a way that you could sign up for Patreon, and I gave you a dollar <laughs> if you listen to this. Um, but if you want to go to Patreon slash Johnny Destructo or Patreon slash Black Tribbles, yeah, uh, you can help the show out. Um, uh, you can also email it. Please email us at... Inf- no. At coldpopgo at
0: gmail.com. Or blacktribbles at gmail.com. Hey, JD, if people go to patreon.com slash De- Johnny, Johnny Destructo, Destructo, what do patrons get? Well, I'll
1: tell you what! Um, and these are this is for any level of patron. So from a, it starts at a dollar. I think that's just the lowest you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, starts at a dollar, as much as you want to give. Uh, basically... I think we give early access to Spoiler Alerts if we record it early, which we've been doing. Plus, every week I do a Thunder Round. Thunder Round. Which is a 60 second review of a book that is coming out that day. So, this morning I actually had some help and Noel from Spoiler Alert came and helped me do a couple of Thunder Rounds. Thunder Round. Uh, we did... Um, mine was Spider-Man number 2 by J.J. Abrams and Sarah Pichelli. And then Noel's was a secret surprise one. Um, so if you are giving a dollar, you can have access to all of these things.
0: There you go. That's it. That's cool. Yeah. What about you, Leonard? Oh, if they go to patreon.com slash blacktribbles, what they have waiting for them, any patron of any amount, you will have access to Greetings from the Bat Base, my Patreon-exclusive podcast that will be going up every two weeks. It's an hour-long podcast, so it's a lot of material. Wow. Uh, And it's where, uh, right now, I am reviewing the CW series Batwoman. There's reviews of episode one and two up there. And upcoming, I will also, and I have said it, I I said it on that episode, I will also be reviewing the final season of Arrow. Yay! Wow! As well as I will be reviewing the Crisis on Infinite Earths when that hits in December, um, and we're going to have a whole lot of fun. We're going to bring in some special guests to sit in on the show. We're going to have a lot of a lot of fun, and it doesn't matter how much you uh, donate; it's all appreciative. This podcast is just for you. Subscribe to Gutter Talk on Apple Podcasts and any any place and every place that you find podcasts. And next week, listen for a very special announcement here on Gutter Talk where JD and I and we'll talk to Noel and we'll even let Brandon chime in. We'll tell you what will be the next film that we will do a full commentary for on Audio Tribbles which is available only on the Gutter Talk feed. Look for that next week.
1: Now, 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 are we done?
0: I want to hear. I wanted to hear him
2: say it. This is the pod, this is the podcast that never ends. <laughs>